Welcome to the Unapologetic Designer Podcast, where we chat controversial design topics and expose the raw truth about life as a designer. If you're really excited about the idea of passive income and creating work that you just put out there and never really have to touch again but make money from it, and you want to keep that excitement, I would advise you to not listen (laughs) to this episode because I'm going to be sharing the negatives of quote-unquote passive income for creatives and the things that people don't tell you. First, we're going to start off by talking about print-on-demand. I have had a print-on-demand store for multiple years for my chickens. I've also worked with a client who had a print-on-demand store, so I am very familiar with this industry. If you aren't familiar with print-on-demand, it is essentially where you create a design, you put it on a shirt, a hat, a notebook, or whatever, and then the printing company prints it and ships it directly to the customer for you. That being said, there's a lot of issues with this. We're going to start with fees. So your profit is really, really small unless you mark up the price of your product really, really high. And if you would like people to find your print-on-demand items organically without having to do a bunch of social media marketing, you'll probably want to go through something like Etsy. The problem with Etsy is that they have a listing fee, they have a renewal listing fee, and then they also have fees that get applied when people just purchase your item. So there's a lot of fees and you lose a lot of money. It's not very profitable there. Furthermore, if Etsy charges your card and it doesn't go through, you could potentially be really screwed. I had a card hooked up to my print-on-demand store, and at some point I got a new card, and that card wasn't updated. So when Etsy went to charge me a 40-cent renewal fee for a really small product, it was like a sticker or something, the charge didn't go through, and they suspended my entire shop over a 40-cent renewal fee. 40 cent. So... I was like, what the heck? And I tried updating my billing information. And even after I did that, the shop didn't come back up. It took probably another week or two before it was taken off suspension. So I can just imagine how terrible that would be for someone who actually relies on Etsy for a full-time income. Moving on to exposure and traffic. If you create a print-on-demand product, people aren't going to be flocking in the masses to buy it unless you happen to create a really viral design or already have a giant following that's going to be ready to buy your products. There's also a lot of limitations. So when you're working with print-on-demand providers, They only have certain types of printing material 
and methods that you can use. You can also only print on certain areas of the garment. So if you have a really cool idea that requires unique fabric or printing methods, you're probably not going to actually be able to implement it with a print-on-demand service. So it really limits you as to what you can actually create. Then there's customer issues. So one of the biggest ones is your customers may order something that's out of stock. And this whole thing, especially with customer issues, just goes to show that quote unquote passive income using print on demand isn't really passive because if a customer has an issue, you have to help them. You have to stop what you're doing and address the problem. So I've had people who have ordered something and it was out of stock and I had to go order a similar product and have it shipped to them or I had to cancel their order, which can lead to unhappy customers and Sometimes people just randomly put in the wrong address, then your print company prints the item, ships it to the customer, and then you have to figure out, okay, what the heck do I do now because it's already been shipped and the customer put in the wrong address. People will also message you just random stuff, asking for things that you don't even offer. I've gotten multiple messages saying, hey, can you do this shirt in this color or can I get this custom made? Or can I get the digital version of this design? No, I don't offer that. I don't have time. If I offered that, it would be on the Etsy profile page. So when it comes to print on demand, there's a lot of negatives and there's a lot of potential issues you might have to deal with. On top of that, the shipping rates and taxes and things of that nature are always changing. If you end up creating 20 plus product listings and they're going to be at different price points because a hat's not going to cost the same as a sweatshirt and things like that, then the shipping rates change. You don't even know what needs to be updated to what price to reflect those changes in the shipping rates. So at some point, you may be making a good amount of profit, and then sometimes you may make little to no profit. I've actually lost money before because of print-on-demand, so that's always a risk as well. The bottom line is it's not just something that you create, put out there, and it gets shipped to your customer with no issues every single time. There's a lot of different variables you have to consider. Now, the second passive income that I'm going to talk about is digital products. So website templates, mock-ups, online guides of any kind, Notion templates, things like that. We sell digital products at The Brief Collective in our campus store. The first reason that these things are not quote-unquote passive is because you still have to market them. Just because you create a website template or something and put it out there does not mean you're going to get sales on it. And you still have to consistently make content about those digital products in order to drive traffic to it and potentially get a sale. It's not something that you just make, put it out there, and get consistent income from. We have to constantly market our business in order to drive 
traffic to our campus store. And even then, I would say that the digital products are a nice little side income, but it's not significant income. In fact, we still have not made our money back on our mock-ups. And the thing with that is, people may say, oh, I want this, or I really wish you know this existed. A lot of designers said, I wish there were mock-ups that were in different styles. I'm so tired of the same minimalist looks over and over again. So we were like, okay, we're gonna create that because people are saying that's what they want. We had a whole photo shoot, you know, bought props, like we did the whole thing. We had four different mock-up styles and then we spent hours creating the mock-ups because obviously you have to get the photos done and then you have to go into Photoshop and actually make those photos into Photoshop mock-ups that you can sell. So not only did we spend a lot of money having that photo shoot done, but we spent a lot of time creating those mock-ups and we still have not made our money back from that mock-up shoot and all the time we spent creating those mock-ups. Although people said they wanted those mock-ups, it clearly wasn't something that was in very high demand. So you always run the risk of spending time or investing money into creating something that's not going to end up selling very well. A lot of people present passive income as this thing that you can spend a lot of time doing and then put it out there and just make money from almost instantaneously. And that's just not the case. And if it is the case, either you already have a large following and are able to drive traffic to those products or you're probably investing a lot of money into ads and that's how you're getting those sales. The last thing to note about passive income is that you also have to provide support to customers. Even if it's digital products, sometimes we'll receive questions about, well, how do I do this? Or what does this mean? Or X, Y, and Z. And we have to spend time answering those questions or assisting those customers, even though it's just a digital product. We tell our students at the Brief Collective all the time that although passive income looks fun and it looks appealing, it's not something that you should be focusing on in the first few years of your business. And that's for all the reasons that were just listed in this episode. You need an audience and a brand to drive traffic to those products. If you're a brand new designer and you don't have a really big brand reputation yet, you might spend loads of time creating a digital product shop and creating all of these digital products to make little to no sales when you could be spending that time building out your portfolio, creating other content for social media that's gonna actually attract high paying clients and get you the sustainable income that you need. Obviously, I wanna end this on a good note. Some people do have wild success with passive income products. Some people do end up creating designs that go viral and make a lot of money in a very short amount of time. But I definitely don't think it's the best thing to focus on when you're a brand new designer or someone that really needs sustainable income. 
passive income should be something that you focus on later on in your design journey when you have the time and the funds to do so. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unapologetic Designer Podcast. If you'd like to submit your unapologetic design opinions, head over to the link in my description to submit yours anonymously. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can follow our Instagram page or you can sign up to make a monthly donation. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.